My name is Michael Hildebrand, and I am the director of the Upstate Mobility Alliance. We are a nonprofit focused on making the upstate of South Carolina a vibrant and connected region in the areas of transportation and mobility. Today, we have Kimberly Woods, public relations manager with Amtrak with us. Good afternoon, Kimberly. Good afternoon. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. So Kimberly, why don't we begin just by you telling us a little bit about yourself and what you do with Amtrak. I am a public affairs manager at Amtrak. I'm based in Washington, D.C., and my region includes D.C. and the Southeast, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. And in a nutshell, I serve as a spokesperson for Amtrak. So why don't we just start with a little bit of the history and background of Amtrak. When was Amtrak founded? What are some interesting facts that our listeners might want to know about Amtrak? Congress passed the Rail Passenger Service Act of 1970, and it was signed by President Richard Nixon. And this legislation established the National Railroad Passenger Corporation, also known as Amtrak. And we officially began revenue service on May 1st, 1971. And that's when the first Amtrak train departed New York en route to Philadelphia. And when Congress passed this legislation, it created intercity passenger rail service that was once operated by private railroads. And so this legislation took about 20 different private railroad companies to form one national network. 50 years later, Amtrak is the only national intercity passenger rail company. Kimberly, Amtrak currently serves the upstate of South Carolina with service from New York to New Orleans. Where does this route connect in the upstate and how many travelers do you service using this route? So you are correct. The Amtrak Crescent serves upstate uh, with service from New York to New Orleans. And it does operate with stops to Spartanburg and Greenville. And the Crescent is part of our network of long distance trains and long distance trains form the backbone of the Amtrak national system connecting small towns to major cities. And so on this train, residents in upstate can board in Spartanburg and Greenville and they can travel north to Washington DC and New York or travel farther south to Atlanta, Birmingham and New Orleans. And so ridership for the two stops was approximately 16,100 in 2019. Now, ridership dropped dramatically in 2020 because of the pandemic. And as a result, the Crescent operated three days a week. I'm happy to say demand and ridership are increasing and the Crescent is again operating daily service, especially in the upstate area. One of the interesting things I noticed, uh, so you mentioned that you're a national service, is that you do have to share rail line with other rail companies, especially more of the freight companies, and that can actually impact your service. And one of the interesting things that I read was that there is actually federal law that 
says that Amtrak is supposed to have first priority on the rail line. Can you talk a little bit about that and how those that sharing the rail can impact service? You know, we do share and operate on tracks that are operated by the freight railroads. So throughout other parts of the country, especially in South Carolina, we are operating on tracks along with the freight railroad companies. And sometimes there's just, there can be a lot of congestion on the tracks and that could impact schedules and travel times. And so there is a partnership um, for us to work together to make sure that our Amtrak service is operating on time um, in order to get our passengers to where they need to go. Um, and so there's just, you know, a lot of opportunities where we can improve service um, and working with the freight railroads is a partnership that, you know, it's just an ongoing process in order to improve on-time performance. Talk a little bit about the benefits to train travel. I know that um, as I've traveled in other places, uh, train travel is something that is, is almost for me second nature. I, I'm very comfortable using a train, but uh, it seems like a lot of people, especially when you talk about the number of riders here, it's not something that people think about as, as their first option sometimes. So what are some of those benefits to traveling by train and why would somebody want to use a train over another form? And so traveling by train allows people to connect or disconnect as much as possible. So if you can think about taking the train and traveling, whether you're going north or south, or actually if you, you can travel out west, you can manage your time. So you can work on a mobile device if you have to do work, or you can watch and read whatever you need to. There's plenty of leg room. There's Wi-Fi that's available. There's food and beverages avail available. And if you're traveling a longer distance on the Amtrak Crescent, there is the option to travel in a private room. And so there are lots of opportunities for people to relax and travel and let someone else, in this case, the engineers to, to do the driving and passenger can just relax um, and disconnect or this tends to have a lot of appeal for people is to connect and interact with other passengers and, sell, and share train stories because we do have a lot of people who, who have traveled on our different routes around the country and they like to share their stories. You mentioned the, the private car. I read an article just a couple of days ago that showed car that people can rent or, or that cabin almost where it's a, got a bed and a sink and some maybe even a shower facility. Uh, go a little bit into detail about that. Is that a, a newer offering that Amtrak provides? So we have been, private rooms have been an option for traveling on Amtrak for many years, if not since the uh, beginning of when Amtrak was created in 1971. It has gotten renewed attention during the pandemic because traveling in a private room, you know, allows customers to travel in a more private, uh, secure, safe space on the train. And so you know, if you're traveling overnight in a private room is an attractive option because there is a bed, bathroom and shower facilities, food services included. Um, and just think about traveling in a private room, you can get food room service to your room for your meals. Um, and so there's just a lot of options available for people who want to travel in a private room. And that is available on the Crescent that serves Spartanburg and Greenville. 
your website is really a great resource and uh, it's very easy to plan a, a trip using using your website. Can you just talk for a minute about if somebody's never ridden Amtrak before, uh, what, what do they need to do? The website is a great resource to get more information about the different routes that are available. And I mentioned how for those who live in Greenville and Spartanburg, they can get on the Crescent and they can travel to Washington, D.C. and transfer to other trains that one can take them farther north to Philadelphia, New York, or even Boston. There's an option to transfer to a train to travel to Chicago and then from Chicago travel farther west to California or the Pacific Northwest. And all that information is available on our website to really research the different routes that are available for people who really wanna spend some time traveling on the train and seeing different parts of the country. We also have information and video content on what the onboard experience is like. We show the different size private rooms that are available. We show what food, what meals are available for people. And we also talk about the other amenities such as Wi-Fi. We have a generous baggage allowance. So think about college students who are traveling to and from um, either on campus or traveling home. If they're traveling home, they can bring all their dirty laundry with them, no matter how much baggage they have. We have a, a generous baggage policy. And some of our trains, we do allow people to travel with their bikes. We have carry-on bike service. So, so that information is on our trains, as well as the ability to care, uh, travel with a pet. Um, and there's certain requirements involved with traveling with a pet. Um, and there's a limit on the number of hours. But that information is available on our website. So let's talk about the future for a minute. Uh, what are some of the future plans for Amtrak in general? And then are there any specific growth plans for the upstate? And so Amtrak has a vision to expand service. In late March, President Biden released his American Jobs Plan, and that included plans for infrastructure investment with $80 billion designated specifically for rail. And so as a result of uh, this plan, it ties into our vision to grow rail service and connect new city payers across America. And this, uh, we believe, just rises to the challenge of our time to provide new and approved rail service to additional passengers. And so, for example, you know, we operate the Crescent that travels from New York to New Orleans and includes stops in upstate. And People have the option to travel on this train to go north or to farther south. We want to increase rail options and provide more frequent service and establish that frequent service from Atlanta to Charlotte. And that would benefit those who live in Greenville. And so we just upstate South Carolina is a growing area. Atlanta is a huge growing area in Charlotte. And we want to meet the needs of a growing population. And so we think frequent rail service would be a benefit to these areas. There's been talk here in the upstate for several years now about a high-speed rail line that would connect Atlanta to Charlotte. And 
there's been a lot of discussion about where that line would go. I'm curious, what's, is, is there a role with Amtrak in that, or is that a separate uh, discussion? And then I'm just kind of curious about how would that impact Amtrak if there was to be high-speed rail coming through the upstate? And so the, a proposal for high-speed rail is separate from what Amtrak is proposing to do. Um, and just think about how, you know, there's, there's an idea to bring high-speed rail to operate between, you know, Atlanta and Charlotte. You know, Amtrak has a vision to grow service and increase, and increase frequencies for the same area. And that just speaks to the power of inner city passenger rail. There is the desire to expand transportation op opportunities for the public, and rail is a big piece of that. Our highways are congested, airlines are you know, a busy and congested mode of travel as well as the bus lines. And rail is a major form of transportation. And, you know, there's a de desire to expand or bring more rail, especially to communities that do not have passenger rail options or limited opportunities to travel on the train. And also keep in mind that traveling by rail is a more energy efficient mode of transportation than driving. I will say that traveling on Amtrak is up to 83% more energy efficient than driving and up to 73 more energy efficient than flying. And so expanding rail options, whether it's high-speed rail or expanding Amtrak service, just, you know, will it speak to the, to the desire to combat climate change. And so, and also improved rail service will increase local and regional economic benefits. Kimberly, a lot of the things that you just mentioned are, are some of the key points that the Mobility Alliance is trying to tackle, which is reducing congestion, which is helping to connect our communities, providing other forms and modes of transportation. I think that you know, the work that Amtrak is doing, supportive of, and, and we really align very well on, on what issues we are we're trying to take on. So I just really appreciate what you do and, and the work that Amtrak does, because it really is a vital service nationally. Before we end, I just want to give you just a minute, if there's anything else that you would like to add or or anything else you want to talk about? Our corridor vision exemplifies many of the key requirements of President Biden's American Jobs Plan. This involves infrastructure investment, economic recovery, climate change, and social equity. And Amtrak has met with stakeholders across the U.S. from state officials, mayors, businesses, and other partners to identify their local needs and expectation. And we'll continue to, to reach out to stakeholders for input. Um, and we wanna make sure we're working in partnership with all of our external partners to grow and improve passenger rail in upstate and throughout the Southeast and throughout our national network. Kimberly, before I let you go, if you'll just give the website for Amtrak Customers can find out more about traveling on Amtrak or by going to Amtrak.com. Kimberly, thank you again for your time and thank you for what you do.